It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. I'm Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wide, hitting you guys back up. And we've got some news to talk about quick from yesterday regarding the Carolina Panthers. Uh, We talked yesterday, of course, about the allegations against Marty Herney, who, of course, was serving as interim general manager. But then he was placed on a paid administrative leave a couple weeks ago while the NFL was looking into the investigation well it turns out yesterday and it's funny they talked about it yesterday and it kind of just popped up again the news just seemed to have happened right around the time but we're going to talk about it now uh, the nfl's investigation of course did close and marty herney was basically cleared and has been reinstated as interim general manager of the carolina panthers uh the nfl found that there was no evidence of a violation against Marty Herney, and the investigation is now closed. So Marty Herney is free and clear, and reports say that he is still the favorite to become the next general manager, effectively removing the interim tag and becoming the next general manager of the Carolina Panthers. Again, as we said yesterday, in addition to Herney, Uh, The Panthers also interviewed Bill's assistant college scouting director, Lake Dawson, Texans assistant general manager, Jimmy Ray III, and 49ers senior personnel executive, Martin Mayhew. Uh, But obviously this is a big, big step in regards to Marty Herney being cleared. And of course he's been with the Panthers in the past, uh, previously general manager and now likely on his way back. Uh, Real quick, I'll just read the NFL statement regarding Marty Herney. Quote, we have conducted an investigation into the allegations against Carolina Panthers interim general manager Marty Herney, which included a review of available law enforcement and court records, sworn testimony in prior proceedings, and interviews of multiple persons, including Mr. Herney. We also requested an interview with Mr. Herney's former wife, which was declined through her attorney. Our investigation identified no evidence to support an allegation of domestic violence or similar conduct that would constitute a violation of the personal conduct policy, unquote. So there, there's the official statement, and certainly one of the big things there was that they wanted to interview his ex-wife, but were not able to do so. Again, like I said yesterday, I'm no uh, no legal expert by any means, but the fact that they didn't interview his ex-wife, or at least was declined through her attorney, you know, that's certainly a uh, a bit of a roadblock. Not certainly not able to get all the evidence that they're looking for. I'm sure. So, you know, as as it turns out, you know, if there's no evidence, then you really can't prove anything and in this case that's what happened with marty herney they found no wrongdoing so he is cleared and again we expect him now at this point 
at least based on all the reports coming, we do expect him at this point to become the next general manager and effectively return to general manager of the Carolina Panthers. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We'll jump across now. And I mentioned yesterday how I'm starting a project now with the daily mock draft. This project where, um, People from across across the country covering different teams take on this project where we effectively do daily mock drafts every day for, I think, mostly every day. I think just about – there might be a couple still open. I'm not sure. But for the most part, every team is covered. And like I said, I've been taking on the Carolina Panthers. I also do the Cincinnati Bengals since I now write for them over at Bengals Wire as well. So I thought um, we'll talk a little bit today. We'll, we'll start sharing that. So we'll, we'll share today's mock draft that I did for the for the Panthers for their daily mock. So let's jump into it again. And again, the nice thing about this app on FanSpeak is you can use different boards. Like today, I used FanSpeak's board. I used FanSpeak's needs, and I used the difficult difficulty. I know that that sounds pretty. Uh, like an oxymoron, a difficult difficulty, uh, but the two options are classic or difficult. And as I explained yesterday, uh, the main difference is that the difficult setting means that players are not going to fall as far as you know they would maybe in the classic difficulty. So using the board, uh, we came to the first pick, and I actually took Derwin James, the safety out of Florida State. Uh, James, of course, is just a, a very athletic, very athletic player, very athletic defensive back. Um, would definitely immediately fill the safety need that the Panthers have. You know, if you look at the numbers on Pro Football Focus, none of the safeties graded out real well. I mean, I don't think any of their safeties graded in the top 75. So clearly, and both those. Both of their starting safeties from last year, Mike Adams and Kirk Coleman, are on the wrong side of 30. So eventually you are going to have to start looking for a young player to eventually come in and take one of those starting spots. And I think Derwin James would very much fill the role. And, you know, easily, you know, you don't don't even have to – and you could throw him in as a starter. You could probably start him over probably even Mike Adams, who is 37 years old. 
37, 38 years old. So he'll eventually have to be replaced. So seeing James there at 24, I thought was uh, real good value because I don't even know when we actually get to the draft. I don't even know if James will eventually make it to uh, to pick 24. He may go top 20, top 15. So if he's, he's there at 24, I think that would be a, a fantastic pick for the Carolina Panthers. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Then we come back in round two, pick number 55, and I went with Derek Nottie, uh, another Seminole. So I actually ended up taking a pair of Florida State players, with my first two picks, I didn't even realize that. I just thought Nadi was there. I uh, thought he's a good pick there at 55. Panthers are likely going to need some defensive tackles. We talked yesterday about the likelihood that Starlo Tulele probably will not be back, or at least my guess is that he will not be back with the Panthers. So you're going to need some. You're going to need some defensive tackles there to replenish. And, and again, obviously, free agency is a major variable here. This can change everything. You know, we are only in the middle of February. But right now, we're just kind of going off of what we have. But I, I like Nadi as well. He's he's a solid guy on the interior there. So I think he's definitely someone that can step in and kind of help with the defensive line rotation that the Panthers seem to employ, along with Kyle Love, obviously opposite uh, K1 short. So, you know, not, not, he would be, and, and again, if, if he's there at 55, definitely an option. Um, you know, there were certainly some other options, but, um, I just felt naughty, naughty was the best fit at that point. I thought it was good, good to take and Cause defensive line too looks to be one of those positions where, the value is going to kind of drop off as the draft progresses. And I've, I've seen people even talk about this, uh, even like yesterday in the last couple of days, how the edge position, uh, the edge position is going to really drop off after even the top two. There, there's people that'll say you've got Bradley Chubb and Harold Landry and then that's it. The the value really drops. Now there are some guys that I talked about yesterday that I like, so definitely guys to watch for in the middle rounds. Guys like Kamiko Ture is a guy that's getting a lot of love in the middle rounds. So then we get to round three where the Panthers of course have two picks thanks to the Kelvin Benjamin trade. So they have Buffalo's pick in round three. So at pick eighty five which I believe is the pick from Buffalo. I went with DJ Moore of Maryland to really help sure up the wide receiver position. Cause once again, it just seems like wide receiver is another 
is another position of issue, as it seemed to have been the last couple of years. Now, obviously, he's not a big wide receiver. He's listed 5'10", 215, but there seems to be a lot of love for the kid. And um, with the with the injury concerns, again, to Curtis Samuel, um, you may need someone to come in and at least take some reps and compete at the slot position. Or, you know, he could even be a guy that you could play opposite uh, opposite Devin Funchess. I'm just looking at some of the accolades that DJ Moore has had. He was obviously a very good receiver. He was actually the Big Ten Receiver of the Year for 2017. He was first team all Big Ten for 20. And these, these are all 20, for 2017, all these accolades listed on his bio page. Big Ten Receiver of the Year, first team All Big Ten. Phil Steele, second team All American. Uh, it was also first team All Big Ten in the Associated Press and the and at Athlon Sports. Top Big Ten Receiver according to Pro Football Focus. So he was uh, he was a very productive receiver for uh, for Maryland this year. Had a few games of 100-plus yards receiving, including a 210-yard game on 12 catches and two touchdowns against Northwestern. So, very very productive receiver. Definitely a guy that can come in and compete at the at the wide receiver position uh, after Devin Funches. So, I, th- I think he'd be an intriguing intriguing prospect should he land with the Panthers. Then came back a couple couple picks later at pick number 88, and you know played a lot. And again, mock drafts are looking at scenarios, and I saw Nick Chubb was sitting there, and I thought Nick Chubb with his size, you know, he's he only stands about 5'10", but he is 230 pounds, and we know he was he was part of a very good running back duo at Georgia, obviously. Sonny Michelle is going to be the higher name, so to speak. He'll probably be a guy that goes probably second round, maybe gets into the first, but he'll probably be within the first two rounds. But Nick Chubb is no slouch himself, and I think getting him and pairing him with Christian McCaffrey, because we know Jonathan Stewart is over 30 years old, don't know how much longer he has in Carolina. He'll, he'll probably be back in 2018, but after that, it's pretty bleak. But I think a combination of Nick Chubb and Christian McCaffrey it was certainly something to toy around with. So I think it just gives you the scenario again of or the possibility that you know maybe they take a running back day two, you know later day two to kind of help out uh, help out Christian McCaffrey, you know, and just kind of let them, especially in North Turner's offense, you know, you could, and anything's a possibility really at this point. And, um, you know, the more I think about it, I'll definitely be intrigued if it happens. Uh, it probably won't happen. You know, I'm sure there's going to be people that don't think they should draft a running back at all, but, you know, again, that's, it's also the fact that they do have two third-round picks, so 
you know, you can maybe look at it as a little bit of a, a luxury pick. So, but I don't know. What are, what are your guys' thoughts? If you have, if you've been thinking about the, or now that I have you thinking about it, what are your thoughts of pairing Nick Chubb with Christian McCaffrey? Are you intrigued or do you not want it to happen? Then we came back to uh, round five, because of course the Panthers do not have a fourth round pick. So we go to round five at pick number 163. And we went with offensive lineman Timon Paris of Stony Brook. Again, kind of operating under the fact that Andrew Norwell might not be back. So might want to try to replenish um, replenish the offensive line depth, offensive guard. Again, may, maybe they look at guard a little higher, um, you know, because I, you know, especially in the, in the higher rounds, you could be looking at guys like uh, Billy Price is a is a versatile lineman, can play guard. Will Hernandez. So, but Timon Paris was one of the best on the board, and figured I would grab a guard now to kind of take care of that position. Uh, he does does also have. Experience at that. He actually played tackle at Stony Brook, but I believe he's going to project as a uh, guard, or at least at least on the fan speak page, he is listed as a guard. But he does he is listed at six five three ten. So you know maybe he could play tackle, but obviously the Panthers are, or at least some fans are not. Not thrilled with taking the tackle high, although you know this isn't really high, but certainly some depth wouldn't wouldn't hurt. And of course the big contract to Matt Khalil, which I'm sure the Panthers at some point would want to move on from. I am still a fan of Taylor Moton, though. Don't get me wrong. I would I would like to see Moton play more, or at least see what he has in the in a pro system. And then, of course, Daryl Williams was a very, very good tackle. I believe he was a top three right tackle on Pro Football Focus. So, you know, the tackles, you know, it's, it's not a major need, but certainly, you know, another body certainly wouldn't hurt, especially if they do eventually move on from Matt Khalil. Uh, which, and by the way, I did take a tackle also later in the – in the draft with, with my last pick, which we'll get to. Uh, round six, pick 200, I went with Jordan Thomas just to add a little bit of depth at the cornerback position. And then my two picks in the seventh round, pick 234, went with Joe Ostman, the edge from Central Michigan. And again, talked earlier about how there's a significant drop-off at the edge position. But... Uh, Again, late, late rounds, you're really just looking for, you know, maybe not even necessarily depth guys, just guys you think can come in and just add something to the team or add to the rotation, something like that. So, you know, don't don't get in like a tizzy if they miss out on some players. You know, they, they could very well – I mean, even one of the needs as far as fans speak – I should say, if when you go into this app and you use, say, the Fanspeak needs, like use Fanspeak's group of needs, uh, they actually list quarterback 
as one of the needs, which, you know, I, I could definitely see the Panthers going with a backup quarterback, you know, one of the, one of the later rounds, you know, with only, essentially only Derek Anderson backing up uh, Cam Newton. So maybe they bring in a, another body for camp and maybe comes in to compete with Anderson for number two. Uh, but so yeah, I went with Joe Ostman at 234, and then Joe Noteboom, the offensive tackle out of TCU, at 242. Again, kind of that that depth. Now they did also give a contract extension to Greg Van Rotten, so still have him intact. Uh, but again, mock drafts right now. It's a fun exercise. It just gives you different scenarios. Uh, for example, I did one for the Bengals the other day, and I gave them Baker Mayfield in the first round because this was the day after the news broke that A.J. McCarron won his grievance and would become, would become an unrestricted free agent. So I saw Maker, Baker Mayfield was there, and I decided to have a little fun, so I threw him in there. It just gives you different scenarios. Like this one, you know what happens if the Panthers take a safety with their first pick? How would they address the rest of the needs? Or they could go edge with the first round and kind of trickle down from there. Um, I've, I felt I've had better drafts if I've taken, say, an edge with my first pick. If I take a guy like uh, Billy Price or Isaiah Wynn, or I'm sorry, those are guards. Uh, if I take a guy like uh, Sam Hubbard or Marcus Davenport in my first pick, then I would find guys like Will Hernandez in round two or somebody, you know, or as far as safety goes, maybe get a Kaiser White in round two or three, a Quinn Blanding in round four. So it, it's just playing around with things and just having a little fun and seeing, like, what you can what you can come up with. And if you guys out there are interested in trying this yourself, you, you can. You just go to fanspeak.com, you find the on-the-clock simulator, and you go and you pick your team. You pick how many rounds you want to draft because you don't necessarily you don't necessarily have to do all seven rounds. You can you can only mock one round if you want to. You can mock as many rounds as you want to, and you can play around with options as far as which big board you want to use, what set of team needs you want to use. So it's it's very intuitive. And then there's also um, I mean I just use the basic version, um, but there are upgradable versions. Um, which are like subscription based that you can include trades in your mock. You know, if you want, so if you want to trade up for a player or trade back, if you feel you want to pick up some more picks. So there, there's a lot of things you can do with this app. If you want, if you want to try it out. So again, that's fanspeak.com. It's F A N S P E A K and search the on the clock simulator. But again, so the mock I did for today was Derwin James, and this will be posted on my Twitter and also the NFL Daily Mock Draft Twitter account as well. And you can even go to that site as well. It's uh, dailymockdraft.com, and you can find the mock drafts for every team. And even some of the guys here from the Locked On Network are involved with it. Uh, Mark Schofield of Locked On Patriots is covering the, the Patriots. Chris Thornton is doing the Jaguars. So there's there's a couple guys from the Locked On Network here that are getting involved in this in this project. So again, if you want to check it out, it's dailymockdraft.com. But again, running through the mock again for today, 
Derwin James, safety, Florida State. Derek Nadi, defensive line, Florida State. DJ Moore, wide receiver, Maryland. Nick Chubb, running back, Georgia. Timon Paris, offensive line, Stony Brook. Jordan Thomas, cornerback, Oklahoma. Joe Ostman, edge, Central Michigan. And Joseph Noteboom, offensive tackle, TCU. That's the draft that I ended up with today. And I'll certainly share more of these uh, in the coming weeks and months leading up to the draft. And again, we'll definitely have some more draft talk in general, looking at some prospects and all that good stuff to help you guys get ready for for what's to come. And it's, it's going to be here before you know it. I mean, we're only about a couple of weeks away from the scouting combine. And then once that's done, then free agency is not that far away. Then we'll have the schedule release in April and then the draft. And it'll the season will be here before you know it. I mean, it feels like it's far away, but, you know, things go by so fast that before you know it, it's going to be September 6th and the NFL world will be in Philadelphia for the season opener and we'll be doing this all over again. So with that, I think we'll wrap things up. Uh, I want to thank you guys, as always, for tuning in and listening and supporting. And again, remember to check out some of the other Locked On podcast shows. Um, Check out the whole network. Everybody's doing a, a fantastic job. So thanks again, guys, for tuning in. This has been the Locked On Panthers podcast. I am Bill Rossetti. Thanks for listening so much, and we'll see you next time right here on LOP. Take care, my friends. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.